0: the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host.
1: Good morning and welcome to the WC podcast. Today we have a very special guest, a member of the Workforce Connections board, uh, my friend, colleague, and superintendent of the fifth largest school district in the nation, Clark County School District, Dr. Jesus Jara. Jesus, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to be here and just really connecting with you as a not only a colleague, but also a good friend. So thanks for having me here.
1: We're excited to have you here. This is our uh, brand new studio. What do you think? I I tell you what,
0: it's uh, nice. (laughs) Getting a little jealous. I may either have to come here or I gotta tell the team, we gotta step it up a little bit, you
1: know? We want you here. Uh, There's been several now board members that have actually hosted their own show here. Mary Beth, uh, Cecil, and so we welcome you if you wanna bring Superintendent Ebert from the state and interview her. This is your studio as well.
0: Absolutely. Well, no, thank you for the offer. This is a great opportunity, you know, to to bring my colleagues that that we work at. you know, something to tell you, I, I am I'm also now the president for next year for the Superintendents Association statewide. So maybe we'll take advantage. And Absolutely. Bring some of my Let's colleagues
1: here. Let's bring your colleagues. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, this was one of the things that I'm going to start by saying. Uh, what you always hear me saying, uh, we're doing. Uh, these are very challenging times, but we're yeah. doing good work because. Uh, we, you were the first superintendent that came to Workforce Connections that says, "I need to be on this Workforce Board," and the reason why is because the Workforce Development Pipeline starts in K through 12. This is the earliest piece of the pipeline of talent development, as Dr. Pollard uh, says. And you know, education has to be aligned with the needs of businesses. And so with Mary Beth on our board, Peter on our board, and the business on our board, as you know, we're working on these industry sector partnerships to really embed the needs of business as early as possible in your system. And so you were appointed by the Local elected Officials Consortium as the first superintendent. What's been your experience so far representing the K through 12 system on this local workforce development board?
0: Yeah, no, uh, well I'm honored and humbled to be part of this conversation at the, at the local level for the economy. I think it's, um, it serves as a superintendent and drives us to then say, okay, are we producing the kids? Um, and I call them kids, even though they're 18, 19, when they're leaving us, are we producing the talent that this community needs, right? And then, what do we need to do differently? That's one, one big aspect that I need. To, I sit at, at the table with the local leaders uh, in this business community that are running right the economy. So um, that's one. But then also, when you, you look at as as the business community is trying to attract other businesses, what do I need to do differently? And what do we need to do? Um, to then make sure that the executives that are coming in to this community feel that this K-12 system is ready to meet the needs of their kids. So it serves both purposes for me. Um, so part of the conversation and being part of the solution and the economy for Las Vegas.
1: Absolutely, Jesus. And again, I uh, haven't been here now 35 years. I can tell you That was not the case before, and so we're grateful that that you came into our region and are doing exactly that. And how that, again, influences... The future is because, as you know, another mm-hmm. member of our board, Tina Quigley, the yeah. new head of the LVGA, is out there selling our region, our yeah. economy. And, and But the reality, you and I talk all the time, uh, if we don't produce that talent yeah. that those businesses need, we're not going to succeed. And so one of the things I'm really happy, again, to see lately is that those members of the LVGA from the higher education uh, mm-hmm. system uh, – Federico Zaragoza at CSN, Dirion Pollard at Nevada State College, Keith Whitfield at UNLV, Shelly Berkeley at Toro, Laurie Perdue at University of Phoenix, and also WGU, Rick, over there. They are uh, trying to align with you yeah. because, again, they can't be successful if you're not successful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the that's beauty of, of what we're trying to do. It's and, and we have an opportunity, part of the LVGEA is really all of us sit at the table with the community and the business community as we're bringing in the pipeline. But here we have a K20 pipeline. Everybody across the country talks about K20, K20, but you have, you get into silos, right? Uh, But not here. You know, I I sit with the higher ed and and we meet monthly is, you know, we produce 24,000 kids every year, graduating about 24,000, 25, depending on, on the, at CCSD, I see in the Clark County school district, 24,000 kids, they're going to go off to college. They're going to go off into the workforce. So am I producing the product that's going to be ready for both? Um, and I think that is the collaboration that, we, that we've that we needed. So, you know, we all sit together, four of us, in, in really building that pipeline. And then are we, as we diversify, and Tina does a great job, great friend, as well as she's bringing in businesses to diversify this economy, I think are we then preparing that pipeline, and I think that's the work that, as a, as large as we are, and you're right, we've had a lot of challenges um, these past couple of years. Not only COVID, but also some other different challenges that we're facing here. We've stayed the course because we had to stay the course for our kids in this community. So I think that's the exciting piece, aligning our work uh, to the blueprint 2.0 that you have worked with uh, with the chamber and the LVGEA. Are we preparing our kids for those jobs? And that's we, our work as we shift quickly to do that.
1: I like how you always say, Jesus, you have to plan your work, but then you have to stick to your plan, yeah. you know? And so you all right, we need to do that. We need to support you, stay the course. Despite the challenges, you know, there's great things happening, great pockets of excellence within CCSD. And I always say, we have to do a better job uh, of highlighting that, because yeah. too often the front page is filled with the bad stuff, but we forget the good stuff. For example, uh, this afternoon, we're gonna be here at Workforce Connection yeah. celebrating the second cohort of the Workforce Fellows, yeah. which are helping your your high schools really, again, connect these kids to be career ready anyway.
0: Correct. And I think that's a, the that's a beauty of the partnership, me being able to sit on a board, having your conversations with you. How do we reallocate dollars? How do we then work together? Because I need counselors that understand the businesses that are coming in. And, and, and your partnership and bringing them in, training them, it's giving them the toolbox, right, for our kids. Um, you're right. I mean, look, I get, you know, newspapers have to sell. I get what the I get what sells, but here's what we're pushing, and here's you know this past month we just graduated. Like I said, the number um, we're, we're tallying the number two hundred and thirty four million dollars plus in scholarships for kids going off to college. Two hundred thirty four million dollars that our children earned, free money, right, in in our graduating class, and that's not counting those that are going into becoming productive citizens into the workforce. As I was walking into the graduation, you know, it's shaking hands. Some kids and say, well, I'm joining the union. I'm joining here. I'm going into the workforce, you know, and I said, have you checked with 872? Have you checked with local ADA? That's my involvement in workforce connection that then I can have these conversations with kids and that's what you're doing with our counselors. So it's just building that pipeline. Um, as we diversify this economy. So great things are happening. Uh, we need to do a better job. So having the opportunity to sit here with you um, to showcase our kids, is it's always uh, a welcome um, opportunity for me.
1: Yeah, and we appreciate, again, the fact that you're on the board. who's the first superintendent, because you mentioned other board members, 872, Tommy White, uh, Local 88, Jeremiah, Uh, these are the people that are doing the work with you that we support you we're we're trying to build those bridges again back to the point where I was saying earlier that I wish more good stories uh, made the front page for example uh, I was uh, by your invitation I was celebrating Mm -hmm. at SECTA just a couple of weeks ago how it's uh, not top 100, top 10, the number one magnet school in the nation right here, SECTA. And, and it's not the only one. There's almost 20 or 30 other high schools in Clark County that made that list. Tell us a little bit about that yeah. honor.
0: Oh, I, I'm going to tell you, well, SECTA is just, you know, it, it's, it's wonderful to be there. And you have to be there at, on that campus. We just, as a matter of fact, just rebuilt the campus uh, as well. The number one, you're right. Number one school in the country in the United States of America, sitting here in the Clark County School District here in in Las Vegas, and we're producing kids that are going, and 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 we're changing a little bit of the conversation. Is that our career ready? Uh, because when you go to college, it's for a career, right? It's it's a career ready uh, school. You have kids that are doing culinary. You have kids that are, you know, that are cosmetology. They're doing. Um, you know, they're, they're into uh, mechanics. They're also, there's a bank. We have a bank where kids run a branch in that school. So not only do they spend time in the classroom doing advanced placement, they're also graduating ready for the workforce. So that school is about 2,000 kids. Up, and those kids, you know, everybody in, the, in, in, in Clark County, in Las Vegas, needs to go see what's, what are the things that are happening. We're building a new one. Um, that's going to open up in, 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 North Las Vegas, 10 years in the making the, the North Las Vegas, it's North ECTA. Um, but it's, it's something that we're in, in, aligning it to the business industry. We're also building one in the city of Henderson. So as we're moving, um, you know, as big as we are, like I said, we're moving swiftly, but really, really proud of the work, um, of, of right, uh, principal Cordia, uh, and what he's doing there and the entire staff. And we got many more. I mean, you got Rancho that's got a hangar in our school. Our kids at Rancho High School graduate and walk out of high school with a pilot's license. Wow. <laughs> um, you have, you know, I have a kid at Rancho partnership with the chamber, with the Latin chamber, and Federico Zaragoza. We have kids that are now with um, barrack mining and gold mines. We have kids that are graduating high school and have jobs in, in, in the mining making $70,000 a year. As a high school student, we have kids, you know, so, so there's so many great things that are taking place here, um, that, that, you know, we have a lot to be proud of Clark County school district as a school district by the Magna schools of America was recognized as the school district of the year, the best in the country around sustaining on equity because the board. Uh, we change the equity we we change the acceptance into into our magnets to be more diversified to represent our children, represent the community so in spite
1: of what you're hearing, in spite of what you're seeing,
0: our educators are doing um a great job in really celebrating our kids
1: they are you have tons of principals and teachers that are mm-hmm. heroes, and you know i i not too long ago was at Cimarron and was reminded of a world class yeah. robotics program and Every school has a story. Every
0: school has a story. You know, maybe what what I what I was telling the team the other day, maybe what I need to do is, um, you know, kind of when I was a high school principal, maybe I should challenge the press and say, you run 15 stories, I'll shave my head. I like You know, that. maybe maybe 15 positive headlines for our kids, I'll shave my head for them. You I'll know, join may, you. Maybe, maybe that's what we need to do. Yeah,
1: let's get in there. We'll ask Peter Guzman to join us. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that. The three of us, the three amigos, <laughs> Federico también. We'll include Federico. Jesus. Uh, I love that you mentioned the, the those career academies coming up, not only on the side of the Bishop Gorman, but like you said, in the Northeast and Henderson. It's going to add to this story that you've been elaborating on. But I'd like to highlight one another thing that's um um, only happening in the Clark County School District, only happening, uh, the only place in the nation. Uh, again, we have many first here. Mary Beth Sewell was the first Chamber of Commerce to host an American job center anywhere in the nation. Uh, we have now at this new CTA that we're just months away, it will be the first school in the nation to be designed and to build an American job center for workforce services to be delivered, not just for the students, but for the families. Uh, how excited about that are you? Oh, I'm so excited about that project because
0: it's it, it's it's a it's a multi-pronged approach what we're doing and really proud of um you know trustee cepeda up and and the board um it's in her district um but it's it's also you know we got global community high school that we're expanding uh which is a dual um it's for newcomer students that are coming in new to the country so we have uh, they're getting a new building. On part of the part of the building, we have our Career Technical Academy as well. Where learning from COVID, uh, one of the things that we're learning from COVID is that you can do distance education, right? Uh, you know, for for certain population, and and not 100% for all kids. But you know, one of the things that we're trying here is that the kids will do their content, math, science, social studies, distance ed. They're going to come in for the technical work. They're going to come in for the hands-on um, program that we're doing there. So that's going to be very exciting. We are then on the other side, um, as you cross, um, the highway cross, cross the street, we, that's where we will have the workforce, um, one-stop shop for our kids. The school's going to be open. Let me back up the school for the technical. is going to be open from seven in the morning till nine o'clock, eight o'clock at night, because it's going to serve with the adults. It's going to be, it's going to be serving the entire community up as well. So then we have, uh, you know, like I said, the resource center, which is where we'll have workforce connection. So the one-stop shop there for kids, for parents, for the community, we're also putting a health clinic there, um, for the families as well. Um, so it's really, it's, it's really a community, a, a community um, approach and, you know, and, and a fellow board member of workforce, Olivia, um, Councilwoman Olivia Diaz, it's on the board here and she knows, and we're going to be doing a, you know, let me just put it out there. We're going to put August 1st, we're going to be doing a big grand opening and big wow. celebration because it's going to open up um, August, August 8th will be the first day of school. Really, really, really excited about that project um, that just came from a conversation um, a discussion, and response to the community. We're also looking at, um, you know, I can just keep talking and keep going Please because do. we're looking at, um, you know, we had the transverse. We're looking at that um, simulation. We're we're going to start it right there and piloting it with those virtual
1: kids. reality augmentation. Yes.
0: Absolutely, that's going to be that is very very exciting, um, and and it's going to help us speed up. Um, our process and connecting our kids to the workforce. So yeah, Jesus,
1: I think you need to elaborate a little bit about that because you, you I was with you uh, uh, with that company looking at the, the technology and not only is it a, a, an efficient way, you talked about how we're trying to be good stewards of the taxpayer money by utilizing the schools longer in the day to serve more than students and to family but also being good stewards of the taxpayer money is being able to scale up in rural locations where you can't yeah. have mechanic shops but through the virtual reality you can expose them to make things anywhere
0: oh absolutely i mean it's the greatest and the latest uh technology um so basically the kids put it on you got the handles i tried it out i was trying to i was trying to do the uh mechanic <laughs> right an airplane mechanic and then fix different things and they'll get, be able to be able to practice and it's very um inex- I, I, it's something that we can afford to scale up yep. the only thing that then we'd have to like i said rural rural uh, clark county rural nevada we can then you know, purchase that. And then they will then come to our schools when we needed to come in to test out, to get certified. Okay. So it's, it's, it's like you said, good stewards of the taxpayer money scaling up. And we're looking, we're starting it at, at this career technical academy, but then the expanding it in middle school. Cause that's one of the things that how do we, and, and how do we connect our kids earlier? Um, so they get a sense of what they want to do. I look at it, you know, and I know Federico um, and I know Dr. Pollard and Dr. Wefield, we talk about this on-ramp and off-ramp, right? Is when you're starting, you know, your K-12, right? And, and, and not that I'm saying that 15 and 14-year-olds should know or know exactly. I mean, we were just talking before I got started. I didn't know I, I was going to be a superintendent. But it's how do we give them the skills to jump on and jump off right well i want to be a welder okay well let's get you into welding if that's what you want but you still need to be able to read think and do math at high levels because i you you're going to have to be you know you better know your angles when you're welding you better know geometry when you're welding right that's right and and then you do welding but then well i want to i want to go into and be the owner of my welding company well you need a business degree but now you're working right you're working at a high high skill salary and then you can jump back off and then go to college and then you can become the owner. This is what this, the, the, I, I come back to this board. The relationships that I'm building, that I'm having for kids in our schools, so then we can get them the opportunities and jobs. I think it's, it's, it's the best opportunity that I've had the honor to serve but then also putting our kids in the right spot.
1: We appreciate that, Jesus, that you're willing to work with us because again, as you said, we're moving into an economy that's based on lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. And you just described that kids need to be able to go on and off that learning acquisition process throughout their life because they need to earn money, support a family but they don't have to stop learning. And so I love that you have that vision and we can we need to continue to work with all of those partners you mentioned to get there. Before I move off this topic, though, I want to make sure I captured it because all these amazing things that are happening uh, soon on the bi- old Bishop Gorman site yeah. right there, uh, I heard you say it's not the last time it's going to happen. It's happening again in North uh, Las Vegas and in Henderson, that I hear you right. That's yeah, model. Yeah,
0: absolutely. We're looking at uh, yeah. So you're going to come in, and we're going to put another workforce because we'll be the first school district with three. Wow. Um, so we we have the school in North Las Vegas. Uh, it's right next to Legacy, and this was. I mean, I, I know that um, that's a conversation we've had. I know that uh, Councilman Black. Uh, and others there, that was something that was supposed to happen 10 years ago. Well, you know, we moved into a different place, uh, but we're here now and, and we are opening up a school again, aligning it to the business industry in North, in North Las Vegas. Um, so that's one. And then the city of Henderson, that one's a little bit more delay. We're still looking for land. It's already, the board has already committed the, the dollars up and it's again, really moving into a very similar approach as we're doing up here in, um, in the central CTA.
1: And that will hopefully support uh, the big efforts at Henderson in bringing yeah. Haas and their manufacturing supply chain into that area.
0: Yeah, we've had—I mean, I've had a great relationship, and really with the city of Henderson. I know Mayor March um, has been instrumental in helping us, and I think that is in 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 the city administrators as well. And I know Council Councilwoman Romero sits on the board again. This is why. I go back, you know, the, the honor to serve on, on the board with you. It really connects our kids to opportunities.
1: That's what it's all about helping. And that's from the beginning when we met you, you know, uh, I know we, we tease a lot about it. Um, you know, you tease me a lot, and I, and I, I I told your team they told me you got to be on your best behavior uh, today, Jaime. Do not tease the superintendent. So I gotta uh, keep my promise to your team. Uh, but I love the fact that uh, our business relationship is even now uh, evolved into a friendship. I really appreciate you being here in our region, helping us fix these problems that are been here for decades. So how else can workforce connections uh, support you? How else can this board support your work? No,
0: and I think it's uh, well. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, there's a lot of back and forth, and um, you know that it, we have become close friends, um, but it's because we have the same mission. Um, and and this and I told you from day one. You know we have a lot of work to do. Um, I know that we. Some people feel that you know there's a lot of work and 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 we're not there yet. i I'd be the first one to tell you I'm frustrated and that we're not moving as fast as we. You know, but we. I was with the state superintendent yesterday and last night, and we we're sitting and talking. I mean, two years of COVID. Uh, and we're, and we've moved all these things, right? Imagine if we didn't have COVID, how much faster, right? We would have been able to move. Um, but that's okay. It, it's a, something we were, we were dealt with. I would tell you is to continue to push me to think, um, and, and give me some ideas. I mean, cause the fellow came from you say, what if, and I said, I'm going to, you know, and, and, and you and I talk about this, you've told me, you know, I'm going to take a shot at doing things. I'm going to make decisions. Um, you know, and, and we'll get them right. But if we don't get them wrong, if we don't get them right and we, and we, we have to fix it, we'll of course correct, but we can sit around and not make decisions because our kids need us today. You know, I, I, I have a saying that I say to the team, I said, I need to be the superintendent today that our kids needed last year. Yes. I need to be the superintendent that our kids needed last year, last mm-hmm. 10 years. Our kids don't have the opportunity for us to finish 12 years and say, well, sorry, we got it wrong. You can't just spin around and not make decisions. Um, And I think the team gets it, you know, and I know that, you know, that we we move too fast, but we have to um, as a school system. So I would tell you, continue to challenge, continue to bring me ideas, bring, bring us together and, 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 and that support. I'll never be the one to say, you know, give me more money because I I, I know, you know, there's, there's, I see see the budget, um, (laughs) and the workforce. No, I'm kidding. But I, but I think it's, it's, it's this, this community, the relationships, the support, because I am also invested in diversifying this economy. I know we were on a call uh, with Hugh Anderson and others, and, and I think this is the third time that we've talked about diversifying this economy. You know, Betsy Fretwell with uh, LVGEA, she she gave me a number that, well, you know, that uh, I think it was uh, X amount of number, I think, in the 60,000 jobs in hospitality that have gone away after COVID that are not coming back. Well, I hear in the schools all the time, well, I have kids that are going to go park cars and make $60,000 a year. I don't anymore. think those, not anymore. Those jobs aren't there. That's a great opportunity for some. So, how do I prepare my kids yep. for the high skilled jobs? And I think that's what I I would I I, I welcome um, the support and the push because our kids our kids deserve it.
1: Well, you have our commitment and our uh, to keep working together on addressing those issues. As you said, make sure these kids have those career opportunities they deserve. I know you care about kids. Uh, just by watching you again, we've learned that. Uh, we will not die by the, the um, paralysis while you're in charge. You do no. make decisions. Make, we all make mistakes. We're humans. But I've seen you own your mistakes, uh, make corrections, as you said. And again, I'm confident that the, 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 the thing that's not going to happen is you're not going to stand there and just let things happen. You're going to make decisions. We're going to move forward.
0: I can't let grass grow on my, under my feet. That's right. <laughs>
1: So, Jesus, as we get the, to the end of the podcast, again, our commitment, we're going to continue also, unless you tell us not to, to show up to some of your board meetings and let your board know how, yeah. how you know, what we're doing together. Uh, anything else that we haven't talked about today? No, I think
0: it's important, right? You, you talk about the work that we need to do, right? And, and you look at all of these accomplishments that we've made. I mean, look, I, am, I, am I happy where we are? Absolutely not. Am I satisfied? No. Um, but what we can do when I have a majority of the board working with me, uh and working with the business community, working with with where we are, look at what we can accomplish. And I think it's an opportunity to say let's let's come together. I mean, I just get we, we were the board tonight, um on at a board meeting, look what we're doing and collaborating with our teachers. You know we we are going to be most likely, um, you know, well, the board's going to, you know, vote. I, I think it's, it's going to go in, in, in the positive direction. Um, our teachers are starting teacher salaries at $50,000. It's going to be very competitive across the West Coast. So these things are happening. We're am working with a majority of the board. Uh, my majority of the board is really committed to doing what we're doing, and, and, and I think that's where we need to go. So um, we're looking forward to, to, to this work as we as we um, really move into a direction that we need to for our kids.
1: I'm happy. I hope today's uh, vote, like you said, rewards your, your teachers w- who work very, very hard, and your principals and all your staff. Uh, thank you for being our superintendent. Yeah. Thank you for staying because, again, I, I feel that we're fortunate to have you and you continue to count with our support moving forward. Thank you for being today here at the podcast, Jesus. Thank you for having me. So that's it for today's episode of the WC Podcast. We hope to see you on the next one. Until then, stay safe.